It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Folks, Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio stations and podcasts all around the country each and every week. It's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here, call them 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 600-700. So another week that turned into something... Well, Thursday and Friday, the market just kind of burped, and it wasn't all that pleasant. It was an up-and-down week overall, called it lackluster. By Friday afternoon, stocks continued to fall as bond yields rose on fresh data that consumer sentiment was slightly below expectations. That raises the question of the pace of the economic growth and the inflation outlook. The number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits moved up last week to 332,000 from a pandemic low. That, they say, is a sign the spread of the Delta variant may have slightly increased layoffs. Applications for jobless rose from 312,000 the week before. The Labor Department said yesterday that was the lowest level since March of 2020. A female ring-tailed lemur named Charlie this week became the first animal to receive a special COVID-19 vaccination at the Philadelphia Zoo. Charlie was part of a group of 10 animals, including four other ring-tailed lemurs, four western lowland gorillas, and a Sumatran orangutan. And they all got their shots. There's no word on if any of the other animals are objecting to the shot for whatever reason. The largest cruise ship will sail out of Fort Lauderdale beginning March 4th, 2022 for two months of Caribbean voyages before shifting to Europe for a summer sailing season, then eventually making its way to China. It's called Wonder of the Seas, and it debuts with a gross tonnage of 236,857. It's 1,188 feet long and has a capacity of 6,988 guests the highest among all Oasis-class ships, with 2,867 staterooms. It sounds fantastic. It looks amazing. I'm just not sure I'm quite ready for a cruise yet. The advisors certainly had plenty on their minds. As always, Coach Pete talks about inflation. That's a thing. And its effects on retirement planning. Paul Roberts and Eric Carney both talking about cryptocurrency. It's pretty interesting. Should you consider it for your portfolio? That's a question you should be asking your advisor. Joe Murphy has some do's and don'ts for retirement planning. Richard Pelletier says don't forget about those RMDs. And Dave Perkins takes us back to the bicentennial year of 1976. Well, it's time to get this pizza in the oven, and we begin with America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. Now, here, Coach Pete, along with NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster Chuck Caton and producer Thomas Lipscomb, are talking about inflation. Coach Pete begins with a story about his first car and how that ties to today's inflation. My first car, 
in uh, 1983, oh. right at the beginning of 1983, uh, Dad had a professor buddy who was trying to get rid of a, a VW Bug that he bought brand new in 1968. And I didn't have a car yet, and I was getting ready to get my license. I was getting ready to turn 16. So Dad negotiated a deal, really good deal Dad negotiated with the other professor who just wanted to get rid of that Volkswagen Bug, $50. Oh, really? Wow, <laughs> that, that is a deal. Now, it had some dents on it. Which was good for me as a brand new driver, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Less to worry about. In other words, my dad couldn't tell if it was a new dent or an old dent. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, where's my little... Uh... So, my VW, the engine was in back. And the oh, engine yeah, was small. Sure. Chuck, back in the day, oh, dad yeah. would buy these uh, little airplanes you'd put together. They were made out of that real uh, light wood. Yeah. And it had the little rubber band and a little propeller. You could just twist the uh, propeller round, around, around. It would wind the rubber band up. Then you'd throw it, and it would fly for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That time my kid loves them. Yeah. The that was sort of like my Volkswagen was. That's right. <laughs> we <laughs> called it the an engine. Beat, right? The engine wasn't that big. Yeah. It wasn't any bigger, Harley. Yeah. And I did have to uh, jump start that car several times. And if you know if anybody who... Grew up in our generation, Chuck. Jump starting. Remember jump starting? Jump something? starting. Or yeah, push start. Mm-hmm. They say. Push so start, what yeah. we now the new push start is that little button you push it and it starts. <laughs> our push start, Chuck, was <laughs> manual. You, you basically, if you didn't have any friends, you had to push it yourself, jump yeah. in, and try to pop the clutch. Yeah. Uh, I need a I need a sound clip of Fred Flintstone <laughs> trying to run right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's about as good as I can do for you, Thomas. Good enough. So, Chuck, things have changed. Absolutely, they have. And back to inflation, it's yeah. here. It's always been here. It it gets more visible sometimes and less visible others. I guarantee it'll be less visible to you if you have a plan that's combating it all the time and you don't feel it when you go to the store. You actually can reach into your wallet and you have money in there to counteract the price increases. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so what's a good way to start combating inflation? If someone Say someone's 5, 10 years away from retirement and they're thinking, what's the best way that I can help prepare myself well, for this? Again, you need an inflation-protected plan. What I like is the growth protection income type plans where your money grows and then when it grows thomas it gets put in a place where it can't go back down Mm. every year or every couple years it locks in those high marks and therefore if the market goes down you don't go down with the market oh okay and then when the market starts to recover you start going up from the point you you left off at which was higher than where everybody else is now since the market went down now i like the sound of that a lot that's why we call it gpi growth then protect that growth and then to combat that inflation, you need that money always with that potential horsepower, but then you need to be able to activate the income, and the income check needs to be guaranteed to come for your life. Chuck, when you have a guaranteed lifetime income stream, or two, or three, or four, it really combats inflation. Absolutely it does. That's those buckets you're talking about, those uh, revenue streams, the, yeah. the, the green uh, mailbox. What's well, the green flag on the mailbox, yeah, and we call we it the financial fill-up right. strategy. And so, Thomas, everyone needs to find out about this. And again, we, we can ignore inflation, and I'm not a big fan of talking about inflation all the time, but I want people to realize that things are getting, well, if you're not realizing <laughs> it, I don't know what I could do, but things are getting more expensive. They are. And when is it going to stop? I don't know. Will it ever? It hasn't in my lifetime. Candy bars were five cents when I was a real little kid. There you yeah. go. And now they're not. No, and, and that's the thing is you got to be prepared five. for it. you got to be prepared for yeah, it. So One day there'll be two bucks. Well, I always say that the title of my first book, The Financial Safari, the subtitle was Be Prepared not surprised because mm-hmm. I was a Boy Scout growing up and that was one of our mottos too. Be prepared. Well, we said be prepared. I added the not surprised. Part. Sure. Yeah. And so <laughs> let's make sure that every one of you out there has your own plan put together that you are a hundred percent confident in that'll get you all the way to, but more importantly, all the way through your retirement with safety and ease and making sure that you are in control of your wallet. Thomas, it really, it, I mean, it makes Chuck, you've talked to a lot of your buddies in, in the age group of people that are retired 
the happiest ones, I'm sure, are the ones that have income streams. They're not worried about looking at the market, seeing if it's going up or down. Absolutely. They've got better things to do than that. Why should they have to worry about market volatility when they've got that uh, protection, the growth, and the income that you talk about? So when we talk about retirement planning, if you're 50 or older, there's three big words that you need to have attached to your plan. Preserve, protect, and defend. You can find Financial Safari on a number of radio stations around the country, as well as on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. I would suggest you just go ahead and and subscribe to it so we can deliver it to you every week. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial are available for you at 800-662-6808 or by texting PIZZA to 600-700. Financial Safari originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. Visit PeteOnDemand.com to learn more about Coach Pete. You can visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they perhaps can help you. Pizza! Now a little cryptocurrency conversation. First up, Paul Roberts from Biloxi, Mississippi. He's explaining to host Dave Perkins how the value of cryptocurrency is determined. Well, with Bitcoin, there will only ever be so much created, period. So that supply is finite. And because that supply is finite, the more it grabs demand around the world and the more global investors uh, accrue into it, just the higher the demand goes, the higher the price goes. So when people ask me, how did Bitcoin go from $500 five years ago to $50,000 today? Mm-hmm. More demand. It's more people coming into the system. And as more people add to the system, then the, then the value will just keep increasing because the, dem- the supply is finite. Help me with this. All right. For instance, we know the currency at one time, the dollar, U.S. dollar was backed by gold no longer. It's backed by really just, I mean, the good faith and credit of the U.S. <laughs> right. It's a credit score. Uh, but, um, and I know that Bitcoin's mined, and I know we're not mining, it's all a computer process, actually involving hundreds and hundreds of computers. But what is, what's the value besides the demand, supply and demand value? I, I think you, you mainly hit the the main value of it. First of all, Bitcoin is not simply a currency. Many things can be built on that blockchain. So there's different services. So it's a commodity and a currency. Is that right? Right. It can be utilized in many, many different ways besides a currency. But I think the real draw to it and the true demand comes to it from our fiat system. You know, it's the people are awakening and they're becoming more and more informed around the world every day. And people are starting to wake up and realize that this fiat money system that we have um, is highly manipulated and, and used for power and control. And I think a lot of people today are looking to escape that. That's pretty interesting perspective. His radio show airs Saturday mornings at 8, Sundays at 10 on Biloxi's News Talk 104.9. Catch the show via podcast. Find that one on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you download your podcast. Subscribe to it, and we will go ahead and send it to you each and every week. You can visit his website, robertswealthms.com. That's robertswealthms.com. At pizza. Now, staying with a the crypto theme, we join Eric Carney on WealthWorks Radio. Now, in this clip, Eric goes through a bit of history of Bitcoin and its rise to prominence today. Well, it's a speculative play, right? I mean, it, it's it's fairly new. Um, it hasn't been around too terribly long. There's not a lot of people that even understand it. They don't understand what a Bitcoin is, where a Bitcoin comes from. Um, and, you know, they, they still believe there's a lot of older people that still believe in precious metals as, you know, a, kind of a coin um, over Bitcoin. 
But I'll tell you, I mean, Bitcoin has really become mainstream. Now you can actually purchase and sell things with Bitcoin, which that's a game changer. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize like how new it is. It's, it's only been around since maybe 2009, 2010. Uh, in 2010, $10 worth of Bitcoin would be worth over $400,000 today. Man, what a shoulda, coulda, huh? Isn't that incredible, Steve? <laughs> that I is mean, incredible. But, you know, back then, everybody's like, what the heck is a Bitcoin, right? So nobody was buying Bitcoin. And, well, some people were, obviously. But um, but it's just incredible how much that has grown over the years. And so it is a speculative play. The, the interesting thing is, is that this past May, Bitcoin was at an all-time high. Well, also, so were people purchasing it. And so all of a sudden you get into June and it's plunging. I think it was 42.3% down. And so interestingly enough, when it was in a, when it was getting to an all-time high, there were plenty of buyers there. And then all of a sudden when it plunged over 40%, there weren't a lot of people buying it. So it's interesting because with the stock market, when we have conviction about a certain stock or a certain company, we want to buy when the price pulls back. But with Bitcoin, we didn't see that this past May. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It too. is interesting. So as we begin to explore, and it's not just Bitcoin. I mean, there's other cryptocurrencies out there, and, and we'll, touch on, we'll touch on some of that. From a tax standpoint, how, how does that impact things or does it? Well, at the present, the IRS serve, or the IRS uh, treats Bitcoin as property, so it is an allowable investment option for those with a self-directed IRA. Okay. Um, what we're seeing is, believe it or not, is I can't believe how many million-dollar crypto accounts are out there. There's actually people that are coming in, and they're like, "Here's my 401k. Here's my wife's 403b. I got about a million bucks in my crypto account." And so it's getting to be mainstream where people have a great deal of money in crypto. And the reason is, is because maybe they just started a long time ago. Maybe they're one of the lucky ones that got in early, but it's, it's, it's actually uh, normal to see a very high active crypto account. So what's happening is, is that we're actually creating charitable remainder trusts. And what this is, is it's a gift of cash or other assets to an irrevocable trust. And what happens is the donor can receive an income stream for life from the trust, and then they name the charity for the remaining um, assets that are left over. So the interesting thing is, is that you're taking a taxable asset, putting it into a charitable remainder trust, and actually taking out income and making it very tax friendly. So with a lot of these crypto accounts, that's exactly what we're doing. And again, we have to bring in a CPA. We have to bring in an estate planning attorney to create all of this. But it's actually very tax beneficial to the uh, end user. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Hey, he's on television, too, Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. You can call him here direct, 800-662-6808, or you can text PIZZA to 600 -700. Pizza! Now we join Dave Perkins for a journey back to 1976. 
Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. 1976. America had a big birthday party. It was Bicentennial year. Celebrations across the country were held, and we were treated to Bicentennial minutes every night on TV. President Ford delivered the last one July 4th, 1976. These Bicentennial minutes have focused attention on all aspects of the birth of our nation. There it is, 10 for Nadia Comaneci. Romania's Nadia Comaneci was the big star in the 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal. She was the first gymnast to win a perfect score. The way it is, you know, it's Rocky again, you know. The blockbuster movie in 1976 was Rocky. The movie went on to win Best Picture the next year at the Oscars. What was on TV? Loves you, baby. Kojak. And before she was a golden girl, B. Arthur was Maud. Music included Steve Miller Band, Take the Money and Ride, Elton John and Kiki D. And everybody had to get the double live album, Frampton Comes Alive. America was introduced to the Georgia governor and peanut farmer, Jimmy Carter, who went on to defeat President Gerald Ford in November of that year. Inflation rate for the year was at 5.75%. Gallon of gas, 59 cents. The Dow closed the year at 1,004. Using Fidelity Investments' 10 times income rule, the cost to retire that year was $92,264. I'll break her one nine. This here's a rubber duck. The big craze of 1976, CB radios. We all learned how to say, Breaker 1-9. Watch a 20, good buddy. Got a Smokey at exit 104. Now let's get back to the present. No Smokey reports these days, just your map app to alert you. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Off we go to Chicago. That's where we find Joe Murphy and his show, Wealth Health Radio. In this clip, he's talking with host Teresa Opeka about some important do's when it comes to retirement planning. You want to be regularly reviewing the performance and management of all your plan investment options. So when you're looking at your 401k and you look at your statement, you see, yeah, you know what? I made money or I didn't make money. Um, that's usually not enough. And, and what you want to do is you want to take a look at the actual components inside your 401k, the, the funds that you're invested in. And you want to really dial into those and see, you know, how is this growth fund comparing to the other growth fund in my 401k? What companies are they invested in? And most importantly, what fees am I paying? All these mutual funds that are inside these 401ks, they're all charging a fee. Um, some are much lower fees than others. It's prudent to make sure that you're focusing not only how much money that you're making, but also the fees that you are paying to invest in these mutual funds inside your 401k. So we want to make sure that you're consistently, whether it's you know quarterly, monthly, however you want to do it, you want to be reviewing this performance of your investments at least on a quarterly basis, preferably monthly, to kind of get an idea and a firm grasp of where you are now and what's going to go on the future. And that's something that we really want to focus on. Another is these 401ks are consistently adding new funds. Um, be aware of what they are. You know, usually they're going to drop funds that are poor performers. And, you know, you don't want to be sitting in that fund if there's a better option available, even at a cheaper fee. So it does help to do a side-by-side -side comparison. And every time that you click on the the you know, particular mutual fund, you're going to be able to see the performance over 10 years, 20 years, five years, whatever it is. And you can compare the two 
look at the fee without the fee and make a determination whether is this hitting your goals? Is this something, is this growth fund what you want to accomplish? You know, if you're a year from retirement, I don't think you want to be sitting in 90% growth funds inside your 401k, especially since we're sitting in the nosebleed sections in the US stock market right now. But not understanding where you are can absolutely be a detriment to investment management when you're not paying attention to what can happen with these mutual funds. Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy can be heard Sundays at noon on AM560, The Answer in Chicago. Joe's with Murphy Wealth Management. You can visit his website, mwmfinancial.tax. You can find the show as a podcast, too, on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get yours. Why don't you subscribe? We'll go ahead and send it to you every week. Call them here, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 600-700. PIZZA! One more clip, and this pizza is out the door, headed your way. And for that, we turn to Richard Pelletier in West Salem, Massachusetts. The show is Financial Safari. And in this clip, Richard and I are talking about those required minimum distributions. Don't fall into a trap and get a huge 50% penalty by not observing uh, those rules. Uh, once you return 72, the year in which you turn 72, you're going to take out your RMD the following, by the following uh, April 1st. Uh, technically speaking, they give you a one-time makeover, a mulligan. So the, the following year, if you messed up, they'll let you take out two in one year. I never have my clients do that. I got to tell you right now. You know, basically set up your RMDs well in advance. Make sure they're done, uh, I would say, at the latest uh, by November 1st every year. Uh, it has to be done by December 31st every year based on the age and the percentage of withdrawals from all your pre-tax assets. Uh, based on the value of the account the prece preceding December 31st. I know that was a mouthful, guys, but hang in there. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm trying to say basically is don't call somebody up and say, listen, I need to do my RMDs. I know it's Christmas week, but I'm sure we can get it done in time. Uh, that's not going to work. Right. Well, that's why you have the October Club. I mean, that's when you bring folks in and you have those discussions and decide, uh, you know, when they're coming out over the next year, and uh, there you go. Well, again... Prior planning prevents pretty poor performance. Get oh, yeah. it all organized, get it signed, get it written, make sure it's all established, and then just make sure it happens. So when we start looking at our retirement accounts, maybe a 401k, maybe an IRA, maybe we've got a brokerage account, heck, there could be a Roth thrown in there. And so how do you know what money to take from what account and when? And thank goodness you're here. I mean, that's really what it comes well, down to. We run a couple of numbers for your consideration today. I know you don't like having numbers thrown at you when you're down the road at 60 miles an hour. Hour. You can't take notes here, but I want you to follow the theory here. Uh, you've got a 401k, uh, you've got an IRA, you have a Roth, and you say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play golf, I'm going to take some trips this year. Uh, let's, let's take the money out of the Roth, and guess what? We have no taxes due. Uh, I would say just reverse that process entirely. Uh, if you're taking a situation uh, where you take, you know, let's say $18,000 worth the numbers, and you take that out uh, and you're 72 years old and you're in a 24% tax bracket, your tax bill is 4320 bucks. okay? Mm -hmm. If you take it out of the Roth, your tax is zero. You can be very tempted to say, well, let's, let's take that money invested in the casino down in Monte Carlo while we're in Europe. No, 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 no. If you take the same $18,000 for which there's no required distribution from a Roth, and you let that grow for 10 years, and it's earning 7%, you will find at the end of the 10 years that 18000 has grown to 35409 Now, here's the kicker. The entire 34409 is 
tax-free. So do you, do you take your tax bonus uh, early in retirement uh, when expenses are probably at their lowest, or do you postpone that and take it out when the expenses are up and you want all the money to go for expenses and not to the internal revenue service? That's so what I want. be very careful in the order in which you take out your money from which accounts. It all comes down to the sequence of returns. That is so important. It's definitely something to think about. And with Richard's experience, he's seen some pretty major changes and understands how to help you get where you need to be in retirement. Why don't you give him a call, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 600-700. You can visit his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. Financial Safari with Richard Pelletier is heard Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts, or you can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. Well, so that's it. Episode 119 of Financial Pizza is complete and ready for that no-contact digital delivery. And if you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, well, then subscribe to it, and we will send it to you automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Google, wherever you get a podcast, folks. And as long as you're subscribing, you be sure and rate and share the podcast. There is lots of pizza to go around. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country every week. Brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 600 700 Visit financialpizza.com to learn more. Reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com or find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. I want to thank Dave Perkins and Teresa Opeka for contributing to this week's show. It's always appreciated. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall, and it originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. And we're going to see you again next week right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.